I'm Mike Franzone, and welcome to the Prophecy Channel. <clears throat> this is part three of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. We've looked at the rider on the white horse, the rider on the red horse, and today, Revelations chapter 6, the rider on the black horse. And that will be verse 5 and verse 6. That is the third seal that is opened up uh, during the tribulation period. Revelations chapter 6 is set at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation on this earth. It's a harbinger and a preview of what will take place during the seven years on earth. Verse 1 and 2 spoke of the rider on the white horse, the false peace. He is the Antichrist. Verse 3 and 4 spoke of the rider on the red horse. And that speaks of a great war coming. I believe that's going to be a World War Three. Ezekiel 38 and 39, I believe he speaks of this. Terrible, terrible time on earth. Terrible bloodshed. And now we see that the third seal is opened. And here is the rider on the black horse. Let me read Revelation 6, verse 5 and 6. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. What in the world is he speaking about? Well, if we go to verse 5, he speaks of the black horse. In the Old Testament, black symbolized extreme famine, destitution, poverty, want, and need. If you went over to Lamentations, I'm going to turn my Bible there right now. In Lamentations chapter 4, verse 8, he says this, Now their appearance is blacker than soot, and they go unrecognized in the streets. Their skin clings to their bones and it becomes dry as wood, speaking of the poor. And then again in Lamentations chapter 5, verse 10. Our skin is hot as an oven because of the fever of famine. And so we know that black symbolizes famine, extreme famine, destitution and poverty. When the black horse is released, that speaks of global economic disaster, global food shortage. And folks, we're looking at it even today. There's a global food shortage even now. Why? Because the red horse was open, which signifies World War III. And so because of World War III and because of the civil unrest and the anarchy, the food supply is interrupted and in many places destroyed. And by the way, this is what happens after there's a war. After there's a major war, this is usually the food supply is disrupted some way. Food transportation is interrupted. Think in 2020. When we had the COVID pandemic, people panicked. Uh, food shortages. Let's see. Toilet paper. Yeah. Toilet paper shortages. There was a run on toilet paper. Studies show that it takes 72 hours when a population goes hungry to cause major chaos, crime, 
and rioting. It doesn't take too long for the population to go nuts and go mad about three days when they can't get those things that they need, when they can't get food, when they can't get water, and I'll put toilet paper there as well. When people are just trying to live, all right, vanity just goes out the door. They don't care how they look. History has shown that when people are just trying to survive, they quit bathing. It's not that important. They sell their clothes for food. Yes, and in the old days, people did get dirty and dirtier. In some way, and it, this is an illusion, a metaphor, but, but, but maybe in reality, they got black from the dirt because they want to live. They didn't care about taking a bath or clothes or anything. Every day was uh, bent on finding enough food to survive that day. This is what happens after a world war. This is what happens after a time of famine and when your supply chain is interrupted. John says, I, the third seal was open. I heard the third living creature say, come and see. I looked and behold a black horse. But he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. Now, this is the common measuring device. Two small trays hung from each end of a balance beam. That's pretty much a simple way of looking at it. But this balance beam, the two small trays, they symbolized food rationing. The pair of scales in the rider on the black horse's hand symbolizes food rationing, scarcity of food, because it must be weighed out. The prediction is this. Long lines are coming in these last days. Food will be as precious as gold during the tribulation period. As precious as gold to a large part of the population. I love America. We're so blessed here. But do you realize that two-thirds of the planet right now, two-thirds of the planet, they spent a large part of their day trying to secure food. My friend, we're so blessed. It always bothers me when people criticize and tell us what a terrible country we are and how terrible. And, and I love the celebrities who say, well, we're so bad, I'm getting ready to leave. Well, I say leave. There's plenty of places for you to go. If you don't like America, there's plenty of places. There's Cuba, Russia, China, Venezuela. I can recommend a lot of places to you. Now look at verse 6, Revelations chapter 6. He says, I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for denarius. A quart of wheat for denarius. Now, what does that mean? Well, let's take the word denarius. A denarius was a silver Roman coin equal to about one day's wages. And so for the common worker who lived this minimum wage, the denarius was one day wages. But he says a quart of wheat for a denarius. Now, what's a quart of wheat? This is the approximate amount of food to sustain one person for one day. Let me put it together for you. You will work one hard. Let me back up. You will work hard for a whole day and you will have enough food to feed yourself. 
one day of hard work and you'll have enough food to feed yourself. And we know the way things are going now, even now with the, the, the stupidity of our current government, hyperinflation is coming. You remember after uh, World War I and the Weimar Republic, they had hyperinflation where you, you had the bucket of German marks, a, a, literally a bucket, a, a wheelbarrow of German marks just to buy a loaf of bread. See, one day salary uh, to feed one person. So he says in these last days during the tribulation time, hyperinflation is coming. So I'm asking the question, if one salary, one day salary will feed one person, what about your family? What about your wife and your kids, and grandma and grandpa? Let's go a little farther. He says in verse six, I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures, a quart of wheat, four denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius. Now watch this. The kind and quality of food you can buy will degenerate. It will degenerate in order for you to survive. You will have to purchase a lower quality of food. Three quarts of barley for a denarius. Now, barley was a grain with the lowest nutrient value back in those days. And this grain was used to feed the animals and used to feed the extreme poor. You will eat. You'll eat the food of the dogs, cat food, bird food. You eat the barley. You'll eat the lowest quality of food. So your family of three can eat one meal, three quarts of barley for one denarius. So you can eat and your family will eat, but you'll be eating a very low nutrient value. Oh, you'll get a lot of fiber, but that's about it. My point is war creates famine. Shortages create higher prices. Higher prices create inflation and creates panic in the marketplace. So, so much is going to be dependent on the economy during the tribulation time. And now Revelations 13 makes sense. Let me go turn my Bible there. Let me read Revelations chapter 13 to you. And Jeff's going to read verse 16 and 17. It all makes sense now, doesn't it? Let's see. Revelation 17, verse 16 and 17. There we go. I'm almost there. You're hanging in there with me. Here we go. He calls us all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the number of the beast or the number of his name. You cannot be part of the marketplace unless you have taken the mark of the beast. And the Bible says clearly that if you take the mark of the beast, I think I'll read over in Revelations, uh, let's see, 14. Listen to this. A third angel followed saying with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. 
He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of God. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image. Whoever receives the mark of his name. Food shortages. Terrible time. He says here the, the beast, the Antichrist will control the uh, distribution of food. You'll have to take that mark if you want to eat. You'll have to take the mark on your hand, your forehead. But if you do, the Bible says you will be consigned to hell because it signifies where your allegiance is that you have chosen Satan over God. And I believe I have a video or maybe, uh, I think I have a video on my my, uh, YouTube station, but also I believe on Prophecy Channel here, I think I have a uh, teaching on the mark of the beast as well. All right, look at verse 6. I, you know, I, I understand this now, but I didn't want to miss this part. He says, a quart of wheat for a denarius, three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. Now think about that. He says, don't harm the oil or the wine. This means olive oil and wine. Olive oil and wine are luxury items. Even back there, they, it's important that they had olive oil a lot was more prevalent there. But he's saying that olive oil and wine are luxury items. There is one group that will not be affected by the famine. That is the rich. And let me say the politicians. The politicians and the rich and the celebrities, they will not be affected by the famine. Pretty much many of them are going to worship the beast anyway. And they'll have access to everything because what's going to happen during the tribulation time. And you see it even now, we're going to lose the middle class. There'll be two classes, the rich and there'll be the poor. And that's it. The gulf and divide between the rich and the poor grows wider and only the wealthy will have enough. Here's a lesson in socialism. Only a very few at the top will ever get rich. All of those who talk about climate change and going to electric cars and, and, uh, and, and planes and all that stuff, all of that is nothing but lying and hypocrisy. Because in socialism, the middle class always loses. And so the middle class and the poor become the same and all much poorer. And the very few at the top, they will have hamburgers, hot dogs, airplanes, and cars that work. All the kids on college campuses and politicians or, and et cetera are what Stalin calls useful idiots. So when you hear these kids talking about socialism on college campus, when you hear these politicians, Stalin calls them useful idiots. That's exactly what they are because socialism has never worked. Marxism, fascism, communism, so all this social justice is socialism. CRT, 1619 Project, all come from the same demonic tree that's anti-God, anti-Christian, and anti-humanity. And we will see this to come about in full fruition during the tribulation period, the seven years of tribulation on the earth. In verse 6, the rich live it up. They flourish. They have wine, they have oil, they have luxury. The elitists, the politicians, the stars, the media people. And the Antichrist sees all of this. Now watch. I want you to think with me for just a second. So the Antichrist, during the first 
half of the three and a half year, seven year tribulation, this first three and a half years, he sees all, he hasn't garnered all of his power yet. He will in the second half of the tribulation period. But the Antichrist sits back and he sees all of this, all the politicians, all the stars, the elite, the media people, and they have it all. And then the world is poor. There's been an economic collapse. This could be his justification for Revelations 13, 16, and 17. He says here in, in Revelations 13, listen, listen, you cannot buy or sell. Now you're looking at it negative, but let's look at it in a more positive sense. He said it was granted power to him. He causes both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. They can't buy or sell except one who has the mark of the beast. So could it be that the Antichrist says, you know, I can control the world through the economic marketplace. The world will allow it. They want to feed their families. We need a French revolution. And could the Antichrist say, you know, this is enough. No more. All these rich people, these politicians, the stars, which is just a small group, he said, they're living it up. And then all of the rest of you guys are poor. But I can stop this. I can take care of this. I can do social justice. And in time, he sets up something or proposes something that, hey, if you want to buy or sell, just take my mark. It's going to be wonderful. And now you're part of the great world economic uh, um, uh, market and you can feed your families and yourself. Could it be that he becomes a hero and a savior to the masses? Desperate times call for desperate measures. And could it be that he initiates class warfare on steroids? The beast will control the world through the world's own hunger. Now look at now, you have the World Economic Forum, the UN, banks, federal government. They all talk about how they can control. And by the way, Bill Gates, they all talk about how they can control the world's food supply. Bill Gates is buying up farmland, hundreds of thousands of acres, and so are the Chinese. It's coming. It's coming. Now, the next message will be part four of the uh, horsemen of the apocalypse, four horsemen of the apocalypse, and that will be the pale, pale rider. As a matter of fact, that could be the worst one of all. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening to the Prophecy Channel. Again, I'm Mike Franzone. God bless.